children. You're not appointed under wrath. So God, number one, he is gracious. Number two, look at verse number nine. He says, the Lord is, what? Good. So he is gracious in verse number eight. He is good. Verse number nine. But you know, God isn't just good to some. I, I love this passage here. The Lord is good. What are those next two words? To all. To all. He's good to all. God is good to you. Do we believe that? When cancer comes our way, when health problems come our way, when financial reversal comes our way, God is good to all. You know, we better grab a hold of that. Because I'll promise you there's coming a time in your life. He said, Pastor, right now, uh, I can embrace that. God is good. There's coming a time in your life where you are going to struggle with that. But our understanding of God's goodness does not change the reality that God is good. Our inability to be able to, to process how God, who is a good God, could allow whatever the situation is, uh, we, we have to realize God is good, he, and He is good to all. Uh, and that's what the Bible tells us. He is good to all. And, then, and then, then there's a semi or a colon right here, and he's going to explain. That colon tells us that now that he's made this statement, there's an explanation of that statement coming, and his tender mercies are over all his work. Tender mercies are over all his work. That means that God's mercies overshadow, they are a part of everything that He does. He's good to all. He is good to all. His tender mercies are over all. So He's good to all. His tender mercies are over all. Uh, and it's over all His works, His creation, everything that God does. Then His mighty acts, the Bible says. Uh, and so uh, here we have uh, God is gracious. God is good to all. Thirdly, I want you to see tonight that God, God is glorious. He's glorious. Look at verse number 10. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The majesty of his kingdom, the everlasting kingdom. We have a glorious God, and everything that he does is glorious. That means that even as he works in the affairs of man, the Most High ruleth 
and the kingdoms of men giveth it to whomsoever he will. You know, God's, God's still in control. Gavin Newsom is not in control. God's in control. Well, we can, we can get caught up with the news. And Trump is not the Savior. But neither is DeSantis. Hello. We've got to keep our eyes on the Lord. He is a glorious God. He, he is a God that everything He does is good. And with that, it should just cause us to love Him, cause us to praise Him. Uh, it says His dominion, His power, it is enduring. Uh, so the Lord is gracious, and the Lord uh, is good, and the Lord is glorious. Uh, number four, I want you to see, the Lord is giving. He is a giving God. Look at verse number 14. Uh, the Lord upholdeth all that fall and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thy hand and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. He's giving. God is a giving God. He upholdeth. You know, when, when you're upholding, you are lifting. We have a God who has an open hand. He upholdeth. He gives. He opened. Thou openest thy hand and satisfies the desire of every living thing. Uh, so he gives help. He gives his hand. He raises up all that are bowed down. What is it? They're bowed down with weight. Sometimes that weight is a weight of sin. Sometimes that weight is a weight of consequence, of poor decisions and actions. Sometimes it's personal decisions, sometimes weighted down because of somebody else's decisions. But the Lord, He upholds those that are bowed. Those that are under that weight, the Lord will keep you from falling. He's there. He's there. He knows what we need. He upholdeth. He gives help. He gives a hand. He gives to sustain. He gives to satisfy. Thou openest thine hand and satisfieth the desire of every living thing. Uh, he gives meat in due season. He provides what we have need of. We have a wonderful God. You know, you and I are not the providers God is the provider. You know, we are just one breath from having no intellect ability to think, to be able to work, to be able to earn, to save, to do anything. We are a lot more frail than what we like to think. Who 
is the provider? God is the provider. He is the one who is, who is giving, uh, and he gives uh, to us. Uh, fifthly, I want you to see he is guiltless. He is guiltless. Verse 17, the Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. He is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. He's righteous. He is right. He is the, his existence is right. It is not an action, it is who he is. It is like love. God does not have to act in a love. He is love. God is love. And just his presence, love comes out because that's who he is. Uh, He is righteous in all his ways. Uh, That means that God, there is no error with God. There's no error ever. Ever. When things are not working out as we think they should work out, there is no error. God is righteous. When things are falling apart and we feel like things are coming apart and there's no way how this could be God's will, God is not out of control. God is righteous. In all his ways, in everything, he is righteous, no error, no failure. He is not only righteous, he is holy in all his works. Holy. That means he is pure in all his works. That means that he, as God, is innocent. No failure. No, he is untainted from any impurity. He is guiltless. He is righteous. He is holy and pure. So let's go back and look at a few people from Scripture. I think about when you go through the Scripture and you look at this man by the name of Noah. God turned his world literally upside down. I'll promise you, Noah did not come up with the idea of a flood. God was the one that had a plan on how he was going to deal with the sin of man. And God's ways are righteous. Those people that were outside the ark. God called Noah into the ark. Come thou and all thy house. What I love about that was God was already in the ark. He didn't say go, he said come. God was already there. 
And as God was inside that ark, and as he called, uh, as he called Noah and his family in, and he shut the door. God is righteous. God is holy. When that rain began to fall, and as the people began to recognize that that crazy preacher was right, and they began to pound on the side of the, the ark as it began to lift up, and they rec recognized and realized that they did not have any hope. That door was shut. God is righteous. God is holy. Sometimes people will say, well, how can a, how can a good God let people die and go to hell? God is righteous. God is holy. We think about other individuals in the Scripture I think about Joseph. He was hated by his brothers. He was falsely accused. He was sold off as a slave. He was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. He was wrongly tried and charged and imprisoned. He was forgot about. But God is righteous. And all his ways are holy. The years that Joseph endured so much turmoil, I'm sure he wondered, God, what are you doing? Trying to do things right. Yet God is righteous. The Lord is righteous. He knows what he's doing. And what do we find in Genesis 49? Ye meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Now, it took a long time before Joseph ever figured it out. But he recognized at the end that God had a plan and God was working. And let me tell you something, just because we can't figure it out right now doesn't mean that God isn't working. The Lord is righteous. Uh, he is guiltless. He, he, the Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. I, I think about the three Hebrew boys. I think about Job. Uh, Job uh, here, the Bible says that in all this, Job sinned not with his lips, nor charged God foolishly. You know, what, what do we find here? Uh, we find that they saw that God was good. So here, when we look here, there are injustices in life. There are. There are injuries that we face, and that is real. But there's a God in heaven, and He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you're facing. And he has not left you. He's right there. And when you don't know what you're doing, he knows what he's doing. He knows what's going on. 
The Lord is righteous in all His ways and holy in all His works. And tonight, I just want us to stop and think about how good God is. God is good no matter the circumstances in our life. Do you like the, season, the different seasons? We don't really have many seasons right here in Northern California. We have hot, then we have hotter, then we have really hot, and then it's not so hot. And then it cools down for a little bit, and then it gets hot. But you know, you have the different seasons. At least we can go and look on our computer and see the different pictures. My, my computer screen comes up, and as, uh, as daylight, as the sun comes up, all of a sudden it gets brighter and brighter and brighter. Uh, and then same thing, at the end of the evening, it's, uh, this, the lightness goes away, and all of a sudden the, the backdrop changes there. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Lord, right now we might not be able to understand the season we're in, but seasons change. There's always fruit. There's always blessings that come full circle. And in our life, as we serve the Savior, we might not get it while we're going through it, but what we know is God is good. He's good. And He's worthy of us praising Him. So tonight, as we look in just this uh, one psalm, half of this psalm, we see God is gracious, God is good to all, God is glorious, uh, God is giving, and God is guiltless. Nobody will ever be able to point a finger at God and say he was not good or he was unfair. God is, God is guiltless. And we need to embrace that. And We need to trust him because... He is good to all. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Thank you for your word and just the power that's here, the understanding. And Lord, may we just get to know you a little bit better. Help us, Lord, in our own walk. Help us to trust you. And so, Lord, 